and gentlemen, you're about to enter the fascinating world of forensic medicine with Marie Lassiter. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. J.R. Moore here on Friday the 8th of December. The purpose of the day is to watch the interview. Uh, that's uh, Tucker Carlson interviewing Alex Jones. I've watched uh, just over an hour. It's an hour and a half long. It's a very important interview, and I encourage everybody to watch it. We have patient Wayne agreed with my friend Marie Lasseter. Marie is the elected coroner of the largest county in the state of Missouri. That would be Texas County, Missouri. She's the author of three books available at Amazon.com. Books that deal with the the uh, identifying and harvesting and use of uh, wild plants for uh, herbs and uh, edibles. And uh, good morning, Marie. Good morning, John. Uh, I don't know if you heard last night. You mentioned I'm taking delivery in a few days of a piece of electronic diagnostic equipment. It's a HF32D Hotel Foxtrot 32D. Uh, this piece of equipment can detect the Wi-Fi signal being given off by people who got the COVID-19 vaccination clot shot. I'm looking forward to getting it and using it, and uh, I might even lend it to you, Marie, so you can do your own testing. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, first of all, that's that's fascinating, and it's um, well, it's wonderful that someone came up with a device that's sensitive and. I yeah I definitely could uh, do a couple post mortem tests with it um, and see if uh, well we know we're going to get positive findings with it. Right, right. It's very we'll be curious to see how far uh, post mortem those uh, signals are still being given off. Right, right. Well, uh, the uh, all we had before was the uh, Find My Bluetooth app for smartphones, which was better than nothing. But this is a a piece of diagnostic equipment used by engineers and scientists uh, in their work. It's not really meant for the COVID testing and people giving off the Wi-Fi signal. But it's sensitive enough to pick up that signal. And I'm really looking forward to getting it and using it and and, uh, and working with you also. Uh, well, Maria, I know you're, you're very diligent and looking forward to coming with us on the show. And you typically have a list of things to discuss. What's the top of your list, my dear? Uh, well, I do have a list, but uh, first, when you were giving a, um, like, a demonstration of the uh, of the radio frequency detection right. device, right. I, what I was thinking was, it would be interesting with vaccinated people if you could use that, and like, whichever arm they got the jab in, is that going to give off a stronger signal than the exactly. jabbed yeah. arm? And right. It'd be one thing to look look for. Uh, well, I enjoyed the meetup very much last night, um, and we certainly had a very lively discussion throughout. <laughs> um, it was absolutely. Well, one woman, one woman brought a a gift bag of cookies for each participant. <laughs> Another one of our uh, participants brought uh, some handouts uh, that were interesting, and. Um, uh, Leon Green had brought some handouts also for some training. You know, I always learn and find out more when I come to these meetups, don't you, Marie? Oh, yes. Yeah. Every, everybody should come. We've got um, a larger meeting room now. It's at Alex's Pizza in 
in Rollin. We've got our own room. It's off to the left. It's got a door we can shut. So it's uh, um, we have room for a lot more people. We do. We do. Come on and, to join uh, us. <laughs> yeah, and uh, our friend Dan Sutterfield is meeting with the owners of the restaurant today to to work uh, make some changes in the sound system, and um, it's um, it's been a good place. It's a they have a uh, a fairly large uh, menu of mostly Greek food, uh, which is very tasty at good prices, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it, they're very affordable, and I love a good gyro sandwich. And but their pizzas are amazing too. They have I, I'd call them artisan pizzas, and I mean, it's in, it's um, it's very affordable. Well, definitely a, a restaurant. A restaurant in walking distance of a major university, uh, if properly run, is basically a license to print money, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know how many decades Alex's Pizza has been there, but it's a few decades, I'm sure. Uh, 1964. Okay, well, than, yeah. <laughs> you've done your research, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> well, I have, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a great place, and... Uh, we uh we were at the Trapani's for many years, but uh, they got too busy to, to give us the room we needed, so we had to move on from there. And uh, the first Thursday every month, we get together, uh, weather allowing. Uh, these January, February, March are always kind of iffy in terms of uh, ice and so forth. But otherwise, uh, we meet the first Thursday every month. About 4.30, we have casual dining. Uh, at 6 p.m. to 7, we have uh, open discussion. At 7 p.m., Leon takes over for the training, whatever that might be. And it's a lot of fun, and I always look forward to it, don't you, Marie? Um, yes, I um, I certainly do. Oh, well, what's the next on your list, my dear? Well, uh, I did have a very busy day yesterday. I had to go to Jefferson City. I'm on the Governor's Commission for Coroner Standards and Training, and as there currently are none, <laughs> we've we've been hammering them out and meeting quite frequently, and we we're just about ready. Um, we have what's called the CSR document. Uh, in a couple months, it'll be put up for public comment, and I've learned a lot about how statutes are written through this because basically we are writing the statute, but it has to go through all these levels of government to actually be in print so it's important what we're doing but it it's a little slow for me i i took the liberty of doing um some homework before this last meeting and it, it was beneficial we we got a lot done and do i have time for this no i absolutely do not uh but <laughs> i'm going to I don't know how much longer I got left on this earth, and I intend to do as much as I can. I pretty much I get up at six thirty in the morning, and you know I'm well. Lately, I'm in bed by nine o'clock just because I'm I'm wore out. But I'm working every minute. Although every now and then I take time out to go play six uh, six holes of golf, <laughs> which is my relaxation. Well, good for but you. Well, inevitably, while I'm on the golf course, I do get a coroner call, but the the Houston Municipal Golf Course here in Texas County is right in the middle of everything, so it's not a bad place to deploy from. But an interesting thing happened, um, and this is quite apart from the uh, what we're doing on the Governor's Commission, is uh, they've got a new program, 
And the woman that um, is in charge of the program, a data collection, wanted to come in and talk to us about it. And they've become concerned about women. This is all about women who die within a year of giving birth. They have, no clue, they have no clue why this is happening. So, oh, no, no, but you do. Go ahead. <laughs> they're pulling information, um, you know, from death certificates, and they want, you know, they're asking us, you know, to put, you know, more detail in our, our report so they can find out why all these women are dying. And I asked her, point blank, I said, well, are you recording vaccination information? Well, they're not. And she looked at me, well... The look was both uh, quizzical and dismissive. <laughs> That's what I right, would call right, the look right, right. that I got. And, uh, uh, and it's obvious. And quite frankly, well, I still, I'm still running 80% of my deaths have been um, what I call fully vaccinated. That's more than one vaccine. One vaccine, and if people just took like the Janssen, they're fine. And that's why, I guess that's why they had to target Janssen and get rid of them. Right, right. Uh, well, well, Maria, when a person gets a booster, it, it is another dose of the same vaccine, but is it the same amount, or, or do you know? It, it's a, it's the same amount, uh, but they're using multi-dose vials and... It was one of the, Dr. Cole or Dr. Corey was talking about how the ingredients in those vials kind of settle to the bottom. So if they draw the injection out and they haven't like rotated the vial, you could be getting a very weak solution. But if it's at the bottom of the vial and that's the last dose drawn out, that could be much more concentrated. People, their, scientists are really 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 now just now looking at the contents of that bile that the um jab is contained in and they're finding some really creepy stuff <laughs> well t tell us about some of the creepy stuff being found my dear well um well dr uh anna let me pull this up i can never pronounce her name let me give it a whirl here uh Oh, I want to give her credit for what she's doing. Uh, sorry. I'll just take a stab at it. Uh, oh, Anna Maria Mahalsia. And okay. I know a lot of uh, listeners are familiar with her. And she she basically is uh, very familiar with chelation therapy. So she kind of looks at things from a chelation standpoint, which chelation is a method of removing like heavy metals uh, from your bloodstream. And she's been doing a lot under the microscope and finding what she calls little uh, micro robots. That seem, and she's got, you know, microscopic pictures of them. They're like a kind of like a square crystal. They seem to be attached to each other, and um, there's just a lot of people kind of getting on the bandwagon and seeing these. Well, these are structures that really have never been seen before, so that makes it a little hard to classify them, but they are analyzing their characteristics, how they seem to multiply, how they seem to be attracted to each other. They're, you know, 
they're free moving, they'll move away from movement, they seem to have some sensory capabilities, and it's just scary. Um, I had a gentleman that died this week, and he's been vaccinated six times, six times, and I also had the father of a physician, a very to me a very prominent physician, that died um, he wasn't very, very old, about my age. Just one of those sudden death, sudden death deals. And he was fully vaccinated. And people are getting vaccinated that I would never think would ever go near a needle. The ones that are and go back like this one that got, I can't remember if it was six or seven jabs he got. Like I said before, I think there's something in that um, that really makes them kind of crave the vaccine. And it's like Coca-Cola. Does anybody know a Coke, uh, a Coke addict? And I mean Coca-Cola. They have to have their Coke. There's something in there. And Coca-Cola was actually mentioned in an article by Anna Maria Mahalcia. And it's called uh, Operation Domestic Quell. And if you follow Anna, you probably know what I'm talking about. And this is one of the things that Snowden revealed uh, in 2013. And basically, um, 87.2% of general population has been contaminated with nanotechnology via liquids. And, uh, for example... um, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and the municipal water supply. And they have percentages uh, like Pepsi, Nestle products, different water samples, uh, Coca-Cola, and, well, like Seattle Municipal. It's the larger cities, the larger cities where they're inserting um, these, my phone's beeping, sorry, Um, I don't have to answer. It's just a text. Right. So there is that. Um, my, um, I'll just say I have someone I know that drinks Coca-Cola from the morning, moment they get up till they go to bed. And right. they, they just, they can't stop. Right. So there's, there's something in there that compels you. I think it's even stronger than nicotine and cigarettes. And we there was I heard a little side talk about using nicotine to kind of defeat some of the effects of whatever this bioweapon that's being used right. against us. I think I think that is a hundred percent a trick by the um, companies that make cigarettes because they got they realize people aren't smoking as much, so they're trying to push their product another way and I don't really see nicotine being helpful for anything personally, but I could be wrong. Well, the, the people who are looking into that, my, and my wife and I have, uh, we're not smokers, but uh, the evidence I've seen uh, to me is clear and convincing. And we've we've got a, a small supply of nicotine patches to be used if necessary. Uh, to uh, be uh, be of some benefit, I, I don't. I think most people do, and I've known a number of other people who've done the same thing. They've purchased nicotine patches. They're not buying uh, to, uh, any tobacco products per se. Just getting nicotine patches 
as a prophylactic in, in case it's needed. Um, and of course, um, that maybe more will come out about the effectiveness. I, I, I'm not personally, I'm not sold on it yet, but, um, I'm a maverick, even in, even in our maverick group, we're all mavericks <laughs> or else right. we wouldn't be on this program or listening to this program. We're not, we're not herd, herd animals for sure. Um, and, uh, so, um, there's a little bit more about it, the uh, nano-domestic quell program that, like I said, Snowden came out. He specialized in electronic surveillance and acknowledged his program by this name as an operational weapon. Right, right. And quell, we know what quell means. Uh, Hewlett Packard's involved using stratospheric aerosol injection to place nanotechnology around the world to construct the Internet of Things, and quite frankly, I hadn't heard that term in over 10 years. I had, really? I had read it before. I'm sure you have, too. So, uh, um, and it says that the private company, Hewlett-Packard, got permission from the federal government to place smart chips all over the Earth, including humanity, by breathing them in. So that's just um, oh, and then it also in this this document from 2017, it said um, it's a bioengineered agrobacterium that possesses the property of growing the nanotechnology into an artificial nervous system in the in the host body, and when these fibers breach the skin. The symptom is referred to by sufferers as Morgellons disease. So there's your, and I've always I've always known Morgellons disease is not a psychiatric. It's not, you know, hallucinogenic parasitosis. Um, and um, I believe you know Joni Mitchell Joni Mitchell has suffered from that for a long, a very long time, and it's pretty miserable. <laughs> condition to have so absolutely was- well i got i got a note passed to me by my wife the uh, nicotine uh, that is binds to the ace2 receptors to block the ace2 receptors from binding to things that are harmful um well we, it's something we, to look uh, into yeah yeah, yeah uh, I'll, I'll look at it I'm, I'm not sold on it well you know i was i wasn't even sold on the um Plots that the embalmers were pulling out until I was given some, but I still have them here on my desk. Right. Um, I, I, you know, the old saying, "I'm from Missouri. You got to show me." So I'm, I'm, I remain, I, I'm skeptical and um, a cynic, a, a cynic, but um, I am open to new information. But I, I, um, I analyze it all, and I, I don't just, you know, jump on a theory. I hope. Absolutely. It's good to be cautious. We have a break. Call number is 512-248-8252. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past. 
or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and fiduciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar is cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold, a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. As I said to those who've joined the government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This hour is sponsored by Liberator Rocket Heaters. You want to stay warm and cozy and save money like myself, check out the Liberator Rocket Heaters. I'm the executive vice president of the company. We manufacture these high-quality stoves right here in my county, beautiful Crawford County, Missouri, in downtown Bourbon on Old Route 66. Details of Liberator Rocket Heaters at thelibertyman.com. Building with Marie Lesser, she is the coroner of Texas County, Missouri. Her three books are for sale at Amazon.com. Uh, Maria, I noticed last night you were signing books. You have an event coming up that you're going to need the books? <laughs> uh, well, I've got a neighborhood watch meeting here in about a week. Uh, the Sheriff's Department sends me all over the to the different townships to the neighborhood watch meetings. And typically, um, people want my books. I usually always do like a Oh, like a drawing for um, a free book. Uh, 
people aren't necessarily getting what well everybody wants me to talk about plants i can say that <laughs> but, right, right. but i um well of course we've got this uh senate bill 109 uh senior tax trees crisis going on. Our commissioners tried to do an end run around it. And if you look at the, the, the bill you got for the taxes on your primary residence, you're going to see there's eight different things there. and includes the schools, the library, the storm shelter, the health department. I mean, tons and tons and tons of taxes that end up to be about $1,000. Our commissioners, knowing that we're doing a petition... They did an end run and did a big story, front page of the paper, the presiding commissioner signing a resolution. But all they approved was the general revenue portion of your of your home tax, which is basically pennies. The big the big sucker off your um, taxes uh, for me it's two hundred dollars is the schools and. In Texas County, um, a huge proportion of our kids are homeschooled. That's number one. Number two, <clears throat> the um, student population is declining for a lot of other reasons. Uh, we're past, you know, the baby boomers having their kids, and now there's been, a, you know, a lot of uh, still zero measures. Zero growth messaging going on, so they have less students and they have more students, and and you know a lot of people like I don't have kids. Why should I have to pay two hundred dollars a year for the school? And no one particularly likes the schools after what they did to the children during COVID. So there is a there's a remedy for the commissioners not implementing this tax freeze, and that is to do a petition. Um. I've been told as elected official, I can't do this. And my answer is, before I was elected official, I was a citizen <laughs> under the Constitution of the United States, which still exists, and I'll do as I please. Um, actually, um, Jay Ashcroft's office, uh, not Jay himself, but one of his uh, assistants helped us with the um, petition to get it in perfect form, figured out how many we need which is only 566, but we've gone past that. We want to be sure we have at least a 1,000 signatures because we know they'll go through it with a fine-tooth comb and try to disqualify a lot of those signatures. So we're just going to overwhelm them. And, um, and then also in our county, coincidentally, a gentleman got in touch with me via Facebook because he said, I laud your efforts on the on the um, the senior tax freeze, and he said he's been going on for since 2017. At that time, everybody's taxes were raised like 15.26%. And this gentleman, who's not a tax attorney, has fought the government, and just this last week, he got a judgment restoring all his overpaid taxes. Part of the crux of that is that our assessor has not done an assessment since 2005. In order to reassess your house, they have to come out and actually do a visit and look at it. And that hasn't been done. So um, he asked while he was in, in the courtroom and Judge Beeger was the judge, I 
personally, I would have gotten a different judge. However, they did approve his case, and he and he is getting refunded. He thinks the only reason they approved it was because they knew if they didn't, then he could appeal it, and he'd have a different judge and probably better outcome. But part of what he was asking for was to set for the county to set aside two point two million to reimburse all the eligible taxpayers that shouldn't have had their tax raise by a whim in 2017. So there's that. That's that's a very big story. And if you look, you know, at, at his uh, case set pages, pages and pages and pages of them blocking him down and him coming back another way. He's ex-Army. He could not find one attorney to take the case. So he's basically had to teach himself tax law which he's done, and uh, so it's kind of interesting as we kind of round up our signatures and our petition that he is arguing heavy before the court for everybody to get away. We have a bottom-hour break. <laughs> bottom-hour break. Call number is 512 We'll be right back. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. No food, no lights, overflow, not a single luxury. Like Robinson Caruso, it's primitive as can be. 
Don't be a victim. Is your home and car protected from an EMP event? Or will you be a victim? EMP Shield will protect your home, car, or generator from the damaging effects of an electromagnetic pulse and lightning. Folks, this is the exact equipment the Department of Defense uses to protect their infrastructure, and each unit comes with $25,000 of insurance coverage. To get a $50 discount on each unit purchased, go to thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Or call the toll-free order line 24 hours a day, 800-592-9543. That's 800-592-9543. Don't be a victim. Well, I wish I was in the land of cotton old town. There I might have got to look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. In Dixie's land where I was born in a back ladies and gentlemen my website is thelibertyman.com there's a lot there over nine gigabytes information updates on a regular basis uh, if you want to keep up with the economy business the uh, swiss america section has regular updates there if you want to know what's going on with covid and the covid vaccination clot shots that panel gets new articles and videos every week to keep you up to date on the latest and greatest with the worst crime in human history. Quite frankly, that's what's going on. So um, products that will help you achieve your goals. Winter is just around the corner. It is, seriously. Winter is just around the corner. We have liberated rocketeers in stock, ready for immediate shipment. The uh, price includes shipping to the lower 48. Uh, taxes are included. So you know what you're, what you're paying when you make your purchase of a liberated rocket heater at thelibertyman.com. Visiting with uh, Marie Lesser, the uh, coroner of Texas County, Missouri. Her three books are for sale at Amazon.com. Uh, looks like we got a couple of callers here, Marie. Looks like first is Ron in Missouri. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Um, I've called several times. I'm a retired physician, and um, basically, you know, I've, I've been an advocate of, uh, you know, showing that people have this rubber clot. It, it's a protein. Um, hydrogel. A hydrogel is is composed of, of you know molecular fibrous components um, that um, are in solution in your blood um, and can come out of solution when the protein is denatured. Denatured um, take you know can occur with let's say like heating or with other proteases that, that chop it up into um, other fibers or um, you know, changes in the pH. But anyway, these fibers, um, they have a, a beta-pleated sheet nature, and that's just a secondary protein structure, a beta-pleated sheet. And um, um, <clears throat> what, what um, you know, I, I was an advocate, as I said, of using the centrifuge. It, it works better than Dr. Anna Mihalcha's, um protocol of collecting 30 milliliters of blood and letting it set for four hours or overnight. If you centrifuge it, you can get the um, hydrogel, the rubber clot, to show up. Um, you know, maybe even in, in less concentrated forms because you're you're causing it to 
you know, in one sense, um, accumulate under the pores of the centrifuge. Anyway, um, what I was just going to say is um, um, I, I had over Thanksgiving four people, you know, I, you know, I kind of said, you know, if you want to see if you got this rubber clot in you, and of the four people, two are vaccinated, two are not, but all four showed um, the presence of that hydrogel. Um, um, you know, I, I had some communication with people overseas, and um, in New, New Zealand, they did it on 20 people using the centrifuge, and all 20 had the rubber clot there. Um, that, well, that's very interesting, um, Dr. Ron, because you always have good information, and I, uh, I was, uh, this week... Um, the health department donated a centrifuge to me. Yay! I'm so, I'm so thrilled. Um, on, on the face of it, um, we're, we're at kind of at, at odds because they've got to promote COVID because I get COVID money, but then they are the ones that give me the vaccine information on all these people, which is critical that I have that information, and even better that it comes from the health department, a basically a government ent- entity directly from from me so um so when you centrifuge it of course you're going to have your red cells in your serum so you're saying the hydrogel is right on top of the serum part yeah it's on top of the pack cells so okay, um, right okay it would be it would be in the area where you would have a buffy coat the buffy coat is you know basically white cells and platelets, and that's at max 1% to 2%. So it, it doesn't even usually show up with, um, you know, you know, with the centrifugation of, you know, basically you're going to see the hydrogel, the hydrogel, um, you know, and, and, and over the Thanksgiving, it varied from one milliliter, you know, in the fraction that it shows up in the serum, you know, so you can't count the volume of the packed cells because that's not where the fluid is, right? So you ignore that. And so if you're using a 10-milliliter tube, about 50% is the serum. So the serum is 5 cc's. Of the people that I tested, the least had 1 milliliter of hydrogel, and two people had 3.5 milliliters of hydrogel. And, you know, if you talk okay. about what hydrogel, the hydrogel I think is important is that if you listen to the German pathologist and even Ryan Cole, they, they say this um, protein is the result of inflammation in the vessels. So an endotheliitis that um, you're washing, you know, basically you're getting destruction of uh, your endothelium or even deeper, it goes into the tunica media. And so you're washing out these proteins and pretty much any protein has a globular form and a fibrous form. It's the fibrous form that takes on the beta pleated sheet that, um, you know, it can basically show up as amyloid and take on you know, the Congo red stains and such. But anyway, so what I'm getting at is you're getting destruction in your body. And so when you're seeing the hydrogel, it's the result of having, you know, tissue destruction. And and Burkhart is suggesting that, you know, this tissue destruction predisposes to clot formation. So you can get sudden death and those kind of. Well, I've talked before and I'm, I'm positive that these, a uh, person I know, um, his x-ray, he's got these uh, round, rubbery, well, opaque clots on x-ray. They can't diagnose him. He's been to the, he went to the Mayo Clinic for three weeks, and 
And I told him, he came and asked me what I thought. And I said, well, if you were on the autopsy table and we dissected those areas, we'd, we'd find uh, globs of hydro, hydrogel. And now they're talking about the children with what they're calling the white dot disease in children's brains. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that is these globs of, of hydrogel. That It's a brand new disease. All of a sudden, children have rubbery clots in their brains. And I... And I do know one reason it's hard to possibly diagnose that unless it's at autopsy, like my friend with the ones in his lungs, they're all of them, they won't biopsy because every one is adjacent to a blood vessel. So they're afraid if they go with a needle that, you know, they're going to create some dis- destruction. But um, I always, always like your um, updates, Dr. Ron, and thank you for the work you're doing and i know uh you're using yourself as a guinea pig and that's what a real scientist does and uh so um did did you have anything else you wanted to add i I wanted to say that uh you know when i'm walking around i'm in a state of anticoagulation so i don't have this rubbery stuff in me until uh, you know unless i draw a tube of blood and i um cause um, you know, basically coagulation to occur in that test tube. And with that, you release these proteases, which are part of the clotting cascade that can cut up, you know, they say spike protein, you know, if you're a believer in spike protein, but this spike protein can cut up into seven segments that can form beta-pleated sheets, and the beta-pleated sheets are fibrous protein that can form hydrogel. And so, you know, you have those unfortunate couple, you know, people out there that do show, um, you know, clotting in an extremity, and they and they pull out, you know, the surgeons go in and they pull out these rubbery clots. And that's just, you know, basically they had a local area of, of, of clotting that, as I said, is you got to have, you got to have the clotting cascade in effect in an area to get the rubber clot to come out. Otherwise, I would have rubber clot all the time, but I don't unless I have, you know, pull it out of my system, cause coagulation in a test tube, and then it comes out of solution in one sense, right? Well, um, look up Operation Quell. That was the one I was talking about earlier, kind of exposed by uh, Snowden. And and he does talk about, you know, delivering um, nanoparticles via via the air. Um, there might there might be some correlations there for you. Oh yeah. But that's and I haven't I, got I, up the guts yet to stick myself and look at my own blood. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you, Doctor. We appreciate the call, as always. Our thank next you. caller is Dr. Kelly in Northern California. Good morning, Dr. Kelly. Hey, Marie and John, thank you so Hi, much. Hi, Kelly. Um, uh, it's so good to speak with you. Thank you for doing this work. And can this show up on a magnetic resonance imaging study without the dangerous contrast media? You know. Um, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll let Dr. Ron answer that. Uh, I think he's still here. Dr. Ron, you still with us? No, he's hung up. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know if it would show up on, on MRI, but okay. we do know there's graphene in it, and it might actually. Uh, it might be dangerous for someone to have an MRI. And I actually have not had a, 
a case out of these hundreds where they did an MRI on anybody that ultimately I ruled uh, due to uh, vaccination causes. Because if you've got metal in your body and you go on the MRI, you're going to be hurting. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just um, finally put that part together, but I was just curious uh, since it was showing up on a plain film x-ray. And I just earlier before calling in was speaking with a man in Springfield, Missouri, and I told him about your po- poster and your paper and your work. And this young man has suffered a stroke. He was vaccinated and boosted. And um, <clears throat> I didn't want to just give out your uh, telephone number, so I just referred him to you, to your poster, to your paper, and to this flyer from when I volunteered with the Humane Society, and the doggy coronavirus vaccine was $5 at the clinic back in 2005 and six. And the kicker is this. We believe your dog's immune system should not be overburdened with vaccines given too frequently or for diseases posing no threat. And then there's well, I have seen cases of, it's called dysautonomia in dogs, and it's, it's because of the uh, rabies vaccine. It's a real, the, the rabies vaccine is a real threat to a dog, and I've always said the tetanus toxoid is worthless, um, and plus, by the fact that they contaminate it with uh, pertussis and uh, diphtheria vaccines. But however, however, and if you do need, if you are at risk for tetanus, uh, you need to get a shot of tetanus antitoxin. That's yes. what you need. The yeah. tetanus toxoid is just another excuse to get a jab in you, in my opinion. And that's Let me reiterate, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a very, very, very smart nurse. <laughs> so. Yes, and, and we are so blessed to have you. And then it says coronavirus, there's a typo, vaccination is available upon request. And one of my best friends from high school 30, 40 years ago uh, was telling me that every one of his canines that was vaccinated perished with the coronavirus vaccine in dogs, and this is almost 20 years old. And then I wanted to ask you on air for the general public, is the feline rabies vaccine also uh, as detrimental as the canine? And uh, back to you. Um, not sure about that. Uh, my veterinarian actually advises against rabies vaccines in cats. Um, and you know what? I didn't ask him why. I will ask him why. But he has definitely recommended that. I'm, I mean, I've got a new cat. And just the cat and get spayed. And I said, what about ra- rabies? He says, no, not in cats. So, oh. um, uh, but, thank um, you so much for pointing that out because... It is the one that is, quote-unquote, required in Nevada State where I took my cats in, and one of them has been uh, poisoned and suffered severe just emaciation, weight loss, and the one thing that is nursing this little five-year-old cat back to health is grass-fed beef liver and heart because of the abundance of coenzyme Q10 in the heart, and spleen is wonderful for a cat's digestion. 
So liver, spleen, kidney, and all those good parts, and also the sweetbreads, which are the thymus gland. And every once in a while, the rancher gives me a pair of rocky mountain oysters, and I did, in fact, feed that to my roosters and to my male cats. And back to you. <laughs> okay. Thank, thanks, uh, Kelly. That's that's a lot of lot of information. Um, and I see we I see we have um, Sherry online. Or... Uh, Sherry from Kansas. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, y'all. Um, yeah. Did you know? that uh, Louis Pasteur would not allow his uh, his research to be published uh, posthumously for I think 50 years and his one no, of I his yeah one, well he did back then they didn't have microscopy microscopy to to see viruses most of his contemporaries were what they were seeing the animals that had rabies were the ones that were had uh they were like starved you know um but yeah it's uh one of his nephews inherited his books and he exposed it i guess but grand nephews or something um you know what you were talking about what snowden um exposed i mean that stuff sounds like our officials are colluding with extraterrestrials, doesn't it? <laughs> like they're trying to change it. Oh, yeah, they, they want to change it as well. Remember the goal from Colonel Klaus Schwab was for us to have nothing and be happy. Yeah. And if they can manipulate your brain via CRISPR to say, well, I'm just content with what I have, um, that's it, you know, bread and circuses. All the majority of the people, all they want is food and entertainment. You know, uh, my my brother, you know, I brought him down here. He has his own um, studio apartment now, and he's he's got cable TV, but he doesn't have the uh, uh, football channel. He's going crazy not being able to watch football. So. Um, and that's a huge that's a huge racket there, but it entertains a lot of people for sure. Well, it makes they used them not to, care about what's going on in the world. They used to castrate males to uh, so they wouldn't rise up against them. You know, yeah. it's it's just a little kinder than that. You know, <laughs> um, you know, you're talking about this book you're working on, uh, and I know this would just be antidotal information but one thing i remember hearing a lot of that people who were took the shot a lot of their friends and family members that didn't take the shot said their personality changes yeah i'm hearing that and i'm seeing that almost every day in this uh bizarre um behavior in people um like the guy that paid someone to cut his feet off, that was pretty weird. <laughs> He's not in my oh, county, yeah. so I, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of extremely uh, crazy stuff, and um, 
Uh, I really like to mention a little bit about the whistleblower in New Zealand. Uh, he interviewed, I think, with Liz Gunn, and he had basically done what I'm, I'm doing, but on the whole uh, country in, in New Zealand and showed, like, you know, how you you are going to die if you get the shot. It's basically what his uh, research has shown. It's very detailed. He had access to a lot of databases that most people don't. He uh, did the interview. He was very nervous through the interview. Um, and he, he's using the name Winston uh, from 1984, the protagonist in 1984. And then uh, I think he got a New Zealand one and arrested him either yesterday or the day before and uh, was New, New Zealand is the most beautiful country, but it's horribly, horribly uh, New World Order territory. And you know, Christchurch, when they had that fake shooting, all the people in New Zealand willingly turned in their guns, so that's why they're in the mess they're in now. The yeah. guns are key, you got to have guns, <laughs> you know, it, ammo. It, lots it, of it. <laughs> It'd be interesting if um, to uh, go through the divorce statistics since this uh, shot's been available and be able to see if that had something to do with people getting divorced, like if one got injected and the other one didn't. Of course, if they're still having sex, they probably got infected anyway, so maybe that doesn't matter. So anyway... Yeah. Show. Bye. All right. Thanks. Okay. For calling, thanks Sherry. for the call, Sherry. Well, we're we're almost out of time here. Got about uh, four minutes left, Sherry. I mean, uh, uh, Marie. Excuse me. Um, okay. Well, I, I want to say um, just a couple things. Uh, Chauvin of uh, George Floyd uh, fame, which I knew the moment they released the autopsy report with George's. Uh, level of 11 nanograms per milliliter of fentanyl that was what killed him i've been curious about what um why he wasn't given narcan and the answer is in the whatever is fall of minneapolis or a death of minneapolis was that they had called for the ambulance and the ambulance just never came if the ambulance would have got there when they first called and they're only a couple blocks away um, they would have, they first thing would have given him Narcan and that would have revived him in this whole mess. But it almost seems like the uh, ambulance was deliberately told to stand down. And of course, Chauvin, I think a week ago, was stabbed 22 times by an FBI informant that obviously the government put in there to kill him because. There's so much coming out. Uh, the film that sh clearly shows from the police uh, body cam video that he did nothing wrong. Everybody knows that. And uh, um, so that's what I want to say about that. Pray for Chauvin, but I, don't, I know he doesn't have a chance in hell of making it through this year, especially if they're going to put people in there with weapons and tell them to kill him. Well, and, there's, uh, there's lots of weapons in these prisons. They're almost always homemade. Yes. Um, and one more thing I wanted to mention was uh, the um, the riot in, in Ireland. And uh, alleged, you know, the way this 
the news is spinning it was a naturalized uh, immigrant um, uh, stabbed a girl. So they were riding against that and against the invasion. They're dumping a whole bunch of uh, undesirable immigrants in Ireland. Ireland's always been treated like the trash can, and I'm Irish, so at night I listen to uh, Irish radio in Meath. And it, there's a really good site. It's called radiogarden.com. And it, when it comes up, it's free. It presents you with a globe, and you can maneuver wherever on the globe you want to listen to their radio station. And I love listening to, to the one out of Meath. They're super awake people, and they've warned me of stuff a long time before it happens. Like they explained in Ireland why they're having to put all these cell towers in parallels. And if you notice, they all have a parallel one. Um, and that is to accommodate 5G. So if you can't sleep at night, go on Radio Garden, put in Meath, Ireland, and listen to them. They'll blow your mind. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, last comment. We've got less than a minute, Marie. Uh, um. Well, everybody, I think we're making progress. A lot of the charges against Trump have been dropped, and they're saying, yes, he is eligible to be on the ballot. Um, keep fighting. That's why I'm, I'm working so hard on this uh, petition, which we've already got enough numbers, but because we still have it a democratic republic, and we do have a voice. Whenever we're given a chance to exercise that voice, we need to do it. If someone comes around with a petition, you're like, oh, that doesn't affect me. Well, yes, it does. You have a right to get something on the ballot for a vote. And we all need to move, use their turn, lockstep, <laughs> uh, fight back against anything that's unconstitutional. And we're all warriors and we all have something to offer to make our make our country a better place absolutely well thank you maria will you be with us next friday you have a, you'll have a court appearance or something uh yeah no i nothing on the schedule for next okay. friday okay sounds good well we appreciate it have a great weekend we look forward to having you next friday okay see you then okay. bye-bye all right, that's it for the day. That's it for the week. Medical supplies, your energy cleaning, your essential oils. Now, while you can, your firearms ammunition. Never, ever give your guns. Please have a fun, safe, productive day and weekend. God bless my beautiful county of Crawford County, the large, large, beautiful state of Missouri I get to live in, the even larger, beautiful state of Texas. And Lord, please, God bless the United States of America. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. You're listening.
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. True, true.